0: Runaway Brides of Reddit. What's your story? What was the final straw? How last second did you leave? My friend met a guy and within a week they were engaged. He was in the military and ghosted her about a month after proposing. Six months later he turns up and starts working at the same place as her and acted like he didn't even know her. Does that count? LOL. Damn. I was 17 at the time and still in high school. Met an alleged army guy, pre-full swing internet, so no way to really check, and we hit it off. I was young and fell in love with guys really fast, so when he proposed, I was ecstatic. The red flags were there. He asked my parent for permission. He proposed loudly at a pizza shop, which, socially, would have been too awkward to say no anyway. He didn't have his own place. I never met his family, I never saw any evidence of being in the military, q a few weeks later. We had a fight because he called out his sister's name during sex. He then told me that everything would be fine because he was going to take me to Kentucky to live on an army base. He also told me he wanted me to be barefoot and pregnant most of the time, ha ha ha. We were going to get married and leave the day after I graduated high school. I did some real soul searching. I became withdrawn and quiet. I was visiting my nana one day and she asked me are you in love with him or in love with the idea of a wedding, and just like that, the bubble burst. I cried and broke it off with him, 2 weeks before I graduated, apparently, he had already booked the justice of the peace, but he got married anyway 3 weeks later, with the same ring he gave me, poor girl, I wish I knew her so I could warn her, poor girl. I wish I knew her so I could warn her, you know the answer to this mystery, it was his sister. Had a friend that didn't know she was the bride until she was halfway down the aisle. Her parents had arranged a marriage for her, common in her culture, and had told her that the family had all been invited to her cousin's wedding my friend was told everyone was going to be wearing white for whatever reason i don't remember they arrived at the church just before the bride was scheduled to walk down the aisle my friend thinking they're late wanted to slip in and stay in the back her father however takes her arm and they start walking up the aisle it isn't until they're halfway up that she stops and realizes everyone is looking at her and smiling and crying tears of joy she turned to one of her aunts in the pew next to her and asked them who was getting married. The whole church went silent and then the aunt looked at my friend's father and said you can't be serious. You planned a wedding for your daughter and just expected her to go along with it. Have the two of them even met? Did you seriously think this would work the whole room was them chattering about them and the father just clear his throat and told his daughter to keep walking. Luckily the aunt grabbed my friend first and pulled her into the pew. Pushed her past the row of people and they both ran out of the church. Her parents disowned her after that and she moved in with that aunt. Wow that's insane the aunt is sounds amazing. A woman I briefly dated was a runaway bride. Her ex never hit her but constantly belittled her and was basically emotionally abusive. Your standard kit: Telling her she was lucky he wanted her. That she could never find anyone better. That she was ugly but he dealt with it. Etc. Etc etc. She was a smart kid, was a medic in the military, saving dozens of lives in Pakistan, but emotionally manipulative people can get anyone if given enough time, and he got her. On her wedding day, her dad who wasn't usually in the picture. Having divorced when she was a teen, was having a conversation with her in the ready room, and got concerned when she started repeating a lot of the things her fiancé was saying to her. She said that she was mid-sentence when he stood up and said let's go to Dairy Queen out of the blue. When she was little they often went to DQ and talked over ice creams. She took a second, agreed, and they left to go to DQ. But he drove three towns over and they sat and talked over ice cream for hours while her phone rang the battery dead in the car. She said she felt like a huge weight was lifted, and felt bad that her friends and family were waiting for her, but they would all understand later. He eventually went back to the church and told the bridal party it wasn't happening and got his buddies to come and move all her stuff out the next day. She said that while her dad wasn't the best father in her teens, he was the best dad anyone could ask for that day. We dated for a couple weeks before we figured out we weren't a good match. We parted amicably but I haven't talked to her since. This might be one of the most uplifting stories so far. Not me, and I'm not sure it counts as runaway, but my sister broke up with her fiancé four months before their wedding, which was already planned and paid for. I'll be honest I don't know the full story, even now, 18 months later, she still hasn't fully opened up to us about it. But I never really liked the guy, he was nice enough, but he absolutely could not handle his drink. He could never have a little drink, no. He had to drink the whole bar every time, then would come home and puke up over the entire house. He then had the audacity to complain whenever my sister would go out with her friends just for a couple of drinks, to the point where he eventually just stopped letting her go out altogether. His family was an absolute mess as well. His mum and stepdad were pretty cool, but they moved to Canada to pursue their dreams, leaving my sister and her fiancé in the hands of aunts and uncles who did not approve of her at all. His little brother was on off with his teenage girlfriend he eventually knocked up, and who was always trying to one up my sister too, eventually, as far as she's told us. She just felt trapped by the guy, she was prohibited from hanging out with her friends, and was forced to go to family events with people who despised her. He made her distance herself from us, which I think was painful for her as she essentially missed quality time with her new nephews at the time. He basically controlled every aspect of her life. Anyway she unceremoniously dumped him on New Year's Eve and cancelled the wedding then and there. I don't think she even saw him again after that. She was always out when he came to collect his stuff. Obviously his family weren't too happy about it and harassed her for months. She became depressed and needed medication. But it was my family that had to foot the wedding bill anyway. They were just glad to have their daughter back. Those are classic signs of abuse. Typically the beginning signs. And it often gets much worse. Frick that guy. My dad was a runaway groom, broke it off 3 days before the wedding, mid 1970s, so he was in his early 20s. His fiance, not my mom, obviously, and her mother pressured him into proposing, which he did with my grandmother's ring. He also felt society sort of demanded it, it was more common to marry at that age than it is today, deep down he knew she simply wasn't the one but figured maybe all men felt that way before a wedding so he ignored that and hoped his feelings would change. Months passed and the wedding was all planned out. When relatives and friends from out of town began flying in for the wedding and gifts were arriving, reality hit him hard and he, to quote God Bluth, realized he made a huge mistake. He sat my grandma and grandpa down and said, Guys, I don't want to do this. They were proud of him for being honest and actually sort of thrilled. It turns out they hated her guts. But they told him he needed to immediately tell her face to face. And so my dad did. Like a scarred war veteran. He refuses to tell me details. But said it was the most gut-wrenching conversation argument heck he had ever experienced. But he ended it. Of course this was the 1970s. You can't just mass announce the wedding is cancelled via a text or Facebook message. Which a friend of mine did, my dad took the responsibility of calling every single invited guest to tell them the wedding was off. Even more, he personally returned gifts to the people who sent them. His fiance sold my grandmother's ring, comma his fiance sold my grandmother's ring. Oh, that hurts. New boyfriend at the time had a female friend who, the night before her wedding, finally spilled to several friends, including him. That her fiancé had been emotionally and physically abusing her, and she wasn't sure she should get married. We'd all noticed her being distanced from us, but she'd deny every time that something was wrong. The next day, her family mobilized to get the word out to all her guests, and a bunch of her friends essentially forced themselves into the guy's house to get all her things back. My boyfriend was a cop so had a duty to press charges or something on the guy. I was never clear on this part. The woman was pee off at him for a while, but now a few years later is seeing someone great whom I've actually known forever and is quite a bit happier now. Plus, she knows her friends and family have her back and can get crap done. Told this story before on a somewhat similar post but, was engaged, so almost a bride. And there were several final straws, a few were before the engagement. He lived in his car, no judgment on that but this is relevant, at the time, so was not financially stable and this was just a couple weeks into dating. Another was him wanting me to send selfies of myself proving where I was at all times and what I was wearing, which was 99.9% my work clothes, black long sleeve shirts and pants Cousin server, and at work. So if I wasn't texting back fast enough, apparently I was with another man. About a month into the relationship he demanded a key to my condo, so he could see me whenever he wanted. The final straw was when he proposed, for down on one knee and said I knew we were meant to be the moment we matched, on tinder, go figure, I love you so much, now I can show everyone I own you, will you marry me boy bye. That was 3 months into the relationship. I had never met his family but heard a lot about them. He had only ever met my mother but that wasn't planned. I said no immediately and walked away. He tried getting into my condo countless times and calling me. Unfortunately, I had to change my number and get a restraining order against him. He was and probably still this crazy as aff- One of the people I know is what I can call a serial fiancé. She dates guys right until they propose to her. Then she says yes. Starts looking for venues, dresses, etc. And then she calls off the wedding and breaks up with the guy. Saying I didn't wanna marry him anyway. He's, insert reason here. The last time this happened she had an AMA about her wedding on Instagram. But 2 months before the supposed date of the wedding all her photos. AMA answers and mentions of engagement were gone. Maybe she's getting a kick out of it, I don't know. Probably likes the idea fantasy of the wedding but not the actual commitment. Guessing reality never lives up to her expectations. What a sad life to lead. Not me but my mother. My mom called off a wedding just weeks before the ceremony date because she found out her fiance had lied to her about his whereabouts and was partying at a hotel with friends and other women. She caught him in a hot tub at 1am with twin sisters. Fast forward about 3 years later. She starts dating and later marries the man who is my biological father. She said meeting the family was especially awkward when she discovered my father had three sisters. Two of which were the twins she caught her ex-fiancé with in the hot tub. Oh I bet that made Christmas dinners really awkward. Not my story, but my best friend's. Note, I had her permission to tell this story. Back in high school I had this friend called Cheyenne. We were very close and luoged planning our dream weddings. Every month when the new bridal magazine came in we spent free period at a bench with a pen circling and gushing over dresses. Flash forward to junior year and she meets this guy called Nick. Nick was fairly popular at our school, mainly known for his older sisters who are triplets and just known for being the triplets. She and him started dating after a couple weeks and it was not good. They were on and off and on and off all the time and it was known that he cheated on her every other weekend when she was away at her mom's house. After they graduated they broke up for a little bit and got back together after 3-4 months. Halfway through sophomore year of college Cheyenne starts acting very out of character. She started drinking pretty heavily and due to that we got in a fight and didn't speak for a year. When we did it was because she found out she was pregnant with Nick's baby and they were planning to get married. I was ecstatic and soon we regained our original closeness. I was going to be her mom and they were going to have a beautiful wedding in the mountains. Day of Cheyenne seemed shaky and odd. She insisted she was fine, but I kept an eye on her. 15 minutes before we're scheduled to walk down the aisle I run outside real quick to see where Cheyenne was because she had stepped out and no one knew where she was. I get to the road close by and see a little pair of heels by. I leave the shoes in case she was planning on coming back and go tell the doc. Ceremony gets put on hold and we're all looking around for Cheyenne and I see Nick get really angry and hear him mutter that dang bee when I get my hands on her. Now I don't know what the heck to do. I'm getting concerned for Cheyenne. Worried she fell down the hill or something. So we have people looking all around. I smell something fishy and think that maybe she ran off. Considering their past and what I just heard Nick say, I drive into town which was just a 10 minute drive, more like a 45 one hour long walk, and see Cheyenne in her big white fluffy dress easy to spot, walking into a bar, I go in to talk to her, ask her what the heck happened and she confessed that Nick had been verbally physically and sexually abusing her since high school apparently that morning he threatened her that if she didn't behave he'd kill her and her baby i called the police immediately notified the doctor just cancel it all and that i found her and drove her to the hospital long messy trial later plus a restraining order He was behind bars and she moved to Portland so she'd be close enough to her family but far enough away from him. Now she's getting remarried in September 2020 and her baby is now 4 years old and beautiful. Her name is Harmony. I was almost the runaway bride and I regret not making that decision. Dated my high school sweetheart for almost 2 years before the jealousy became overwhelming. I broke up with him a month after we'd graduated. But we were going to the same college and met up again that fall. I found myself pregnant by that October and was kicked out of my Catholic home. His parents let me stay with them, but we could no longer live in sin and had to be married. I didn't want to go back to living in my car so I agreed. Parents wiggle back into my life before the wedding. Fast forward to day of the ceremony and the music begins playing. I stand to start walking down the aisle. My dad takes my hand and says, you know, you don't have to do this, you could come home with us, wtf, could he have mentioned this an hour, a day, a week before, i have always hated drama, and didn't want to be that person, so i just said that i couldn't, and i got married, my ex was controlling, manipulative, And how abusive he was had become much less subtle side I became pregnant and turned overt when we moved out of his parents house a year later. I ran when he nearly hit our baby's skull with his shoe, which he threw because he'd found something in the carpet I didn't vacuum properly. Yeah, totally should have picked the Runaway Bride option. Good on you for dumping him. Runaway Child Bride? Anyway when I was about 12 years old smartphones became a thing. I started talking to a man online. He promised to take me away from my family. We talked every single day and late into the night. We loved each other about as much as a 12 year old could live a 40 year old man. He told me he'd make me a mother of many kids and plan to get me pregnant ASAP. One day he drove down from Tennessee to pick me up. He was outside my house waiting for me. I put on my favorite white dress and went out to meet him. Then I froze, my mom had just had yet another baby, I started thinking about all that if miss out on, them growing up, finishing high school, I went back inside and never saw him again. Not a bride so to speak, but I ran away from a proposal, I was dating this guy who in hindsight was abusive, but at the time I just didn't know, I knew he was bipolar diagnosed and came from a very unstable family i tried being his rock and getting him to a better place and sometimes everything was fine and then others he was just sucker dong he started talking about marriage about one year into the relationship we had already split up and gotten back together twice due to him throwing tantrums and having wild mood swings about how he felt about the relationship I just sort of nodded along because well I did think I wanted to spend the rest of my life with him but I wasn't ready to get married yet. I figured he was talking about someday far in the future when we were on more stable ground. A month later he proposed. Not even in a very eventful way. Not saying has to be I just mean I didn't see it coming. We were at his house as usual. Oh yeah he lived with his parents. He was playing video games I was watching TV on my laptop. We had ordered pizza. The pizza arrived and we sat down to eat for a bit. He then produced a ring and proposed. I saw it all flash before my eyes. Getting married and being stuck to this person for the rest of my life. I froze. Knew I didn't want to say yes but I was too afraid to say no. Of course he took my silence as a rejection and started screaming at me about how I was an ungrateful bee and how could I refuse him. His parents came in and also started screaming at me for rejecting their son. I started crying got my person ran out of the house. I didn't have my car so I walked a block and called for an Uber. That poor Uber driver must have been wigged, picking up a girl off the side of the road bawling her eyes out. I got home I was shaking. Of course he tried to call me over and over again but I refused to speak to him for about 3 weeks. We eventually talked and I told him I didn't want to be with a person who was so unstable and that he needed to get professional help and get better before he and I could work. He of course never did and I haven't heard from him since. Sounds like you dodged a bullet, a really big bullet. We had been together for 6 months when he proposed. We were both young at the time and weren't even living together. My god told me right away that it was too soon. But I said yes anyway and went along with it because I thought he loved me and I loved him. I really thought that we could build a nice life together. I made it clear that I wanted to wait a while before we actually got married but he was keen to speed things along as fast as possible. I didn't even want to tell our families about it yet because I knew they would give us grief over getting engaged so young and after only a few months of being together. As things moved along, I made it clear that I wasn't ready to get married at my age and wanted to spend more time with him before we went through with it. He sort of threw a fit and accused me of cheating on him because there was no other reason in his mind I could possibly want to wait to marry. Things started to get really toxic and I eventually left him for good. I gave him the ring back and parted civilly, but he wasn't about to let it go so easily. He was calling and texting me constantly for weeks, accused me of being obsessed with him and following him around and I started to realize that he was not in a normal state of mind. I was scared, but it calmed down after a while and things started to get back to normal. Unfortunately, he started spreading all kids of nasty rumors about me of how I accused him of rape and was abusive towards him. His entire family turned sour towards me because of it and it was difficult because we shared most of our friends. He ruined my reputation and my self esteem but it made me realize that I really dodged one heck of a bullet by refusing to marry him. Every so often he messages me on social media asking to get back together. I either don't reply or give him a polite but very firm no. This doesn't really matter but it's another funny little detail. He have my engagement ring to his mother as a mother's day gift and now she wears it all the time. She has to know that it used to belong to me but still finds it to be a sweet gift from her insane son. Not me, but a friend. He was dating a girl he met in university, they had been dating for 3 or 4 years, seemed like a solid relationship, a lot in common, religion, family values, education goals. A week before their wedding she goes out on a date with another guy. How did my friend know? She came home and told him she was going out on a date with a guy from her work. She came home late, somewhat drunk and tries to climb into bed. My friend interrupts her, asking what she's doing. She replies she's tired and wants to go to sleep. He kicks her out of the bed and tells her they're done. Long story short it was messy. Cancelled wedding plans. Awkward explanations to everyone. Poor guy had PTSD for a year from the situation. Not me or a bride lol. But my uncle didn't show up to his wedding. It was a loveless marriage set up in a small farm town. He ran away with the woman he loves and has been with her ever since. I was 16 years old and working at Chess King in the mall when a man, who originally lied about his age saying he was 20, but I shortly found out was 26, came in and was extremely enamored with me. I had some daddy issues, loved the attention and soon thought I was in love. He asked me to marry him 2 weeks later. He had even asked my parents permission and they said yes, I still am upset with them for that. Summer was coming shortly after and he wanted me to move in with him for the summer. I was living in NY at the time and he was living in Maryland. He had been in NY visiting his parents and staying with them till his new job started as a used car salesman. So I got in his white pickup truck and drove with him to Maryland for the summer. When I got there it was a tiny little apartment in an all black neighborhood. We are both white. He had leased the apartment by phone and had no idea what neighborhood it was in, pre-internet. He took his truck to work every day and I had no transportation so I would just walk around during the day. Everyone would stare at me and no one actually talked to me. I felt extremely out of place despite trying my best to be okay with the situation. He wanted to have sex every day the second he got home from work and would want me to be waiting in the bedroom for him. I hated it and would close my eyes till it was over. After 5 days I was in the apartment while he was at work and I opened the silverware drawer and a big cockroach crawled across the utensils. I don't know exactly why that was the turning point for me but I just said out loud "Frick this. I packed my suitcase and sat on the couch with the suitcase on my lap till he got home from work. The second I saw him I said take me home. He said a lot of crap. Was angry. I said nothing besides that I wanted to go home. Somehow he agreed to drive me back to NY and we left that night. The whole way home he talked about how this doesn't change anything and that we'll still be together. I stayed silent. When we pulled in the driveway I took off the ring and set it on the console. I didn't say anything and booked it into the house and locked the door. He didn't come after me but proceeded to call constantly for weeks. I refuse to answer. I never saw him again. I'm 41 now and have 4 children. My oldest is 18. Only as an adult have I been able to see how disgusting and terrifying what I went through was. For years I was embarrassed to tell that story but now I realize I was a child and it's him and my parents that should be embarrassed. Your parents should be more than embarrassed. They should be deeply ashamed and begging forgiveness. They wronged you. I'm glad you got out of that situation. Bye for now.